0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Now with more golems. And a return to normalcy. We're going through a tomb. Oh, yeah. my going God. Going through a tomb with golems again.
1: I'm so mad because I have a golem Bane scarab.
0: It's true.
2: <laughs> this is the one where we fight Ta. We're working our way through the pantheon.
3: Oh, God. We started with Anubis, and we've just been going since then. Actually, you I think you started Nethis. with Nethis. Actually. actually, no, it was yeah, Nethis. I think we did right. Start Nethis with was Nethis. the first
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was way back in. I think those were the 20s you fought Nethus. So uh, you fought Anubis now. So now you have Ta. Inevitably, so You know you're going to fight like Set or something.
4: Yeah, so. that'd be uh, good. Cycle.
0: That'd be fun. So, yeah, here's the one where you fight Taw. <laughs>
4: Great.
0: Well, I suppose to, to start delving into this to get back into the action when last we had left our heroes the doorkeepers had successfully defeated what i think is arguably probably their greatest nemesis yet in the form of the sorcerer kawbek yeah yep
5: beep yep. that guy because rick yep. would just put a sword <laughs> swipe if i said the word i want to i might anyway
0: <laughs> yeah he uh, he did explode after uh, telling sudi that uh, this was not the end basically death is only the beginning
1: Eh. Oh boy emo temple. I'll see you in the
4: afterlife and I'll <laughs> punch
3: you there too
2: <laughs> You will be in the boneyard I guess well, Right? He's going to be long
3: gone by the time I die Hopefully Those
5: are long lines
3: friend mm-hmm. <laughs> But they're efficient
5: the, I guess the, the psychopomps keep people from punching each other in line <laughs> you know? Probably
3: I mean, There's also the question of can you even damage each other You're just a bunch of souls
5: I would
2: say yes <laughs> having played that other game that
0: You yes. have hit points <laughs> The party had made their way Into the mortuary temple to Ta the Mortuary Temple uh, of chisisek had explored there, had found and freed the Sphinx Tetasura. Woo! Had a long, pleasant conversation with her. Being, yes,
1: with all the roundabout answers. Being Jesus Sphinx, enigmatic,
0: cryptic, all that good stuff. I was actually I was pretty proud of that conversation because for the most part, I I fed you a little bit of information, then you guys figured out a whole bunch of stuff for yourself.
5: I don't but we don't know if any of it's true or not, so from Masika's point of view that was a wash. <laughs> you know? Nah. Well she's uh-huh. met Tedisura
1: before. She should have been used to this. No, I mean, what, I've never what met Tedisura before. Oh from
5: I thought I thought uh, you and your dad had met her once. No. The tribe knows of her, but Masika had never met her. Oh, never mind then. <laughs>
0: The party, after speaking with Tedesura, had decided to make their way up to the pyramid of Chisisek himself, had entered inside, had bypassed a trap, which would have been rather painful. I think it's like 10d6 points of uh, Indiana Jones damage as the boulder rolls over you and kills you. <laughs> what type is Indiana Jones
3: damage? Bludgeoning, mostly. In this case, bludgeoning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bludgeoning or piercing, one of the two.
5: But if you can hide in a fridge, you take no damage.
3: That's true. Yes,
0: exactly. (laughs) The fridge makes you invulnerable.
5: That one one doesn't exist.
1: (laughs) We don't acknowledge it.
0: You had eventually made your way into Chisisek's burial tomb to find the sarcophagus within, empty. They stole his body. It's so rude. They took him. Uh, After finding out that the architect had been grave robbed, I was going to say kidnapped, but you can't really kidnap someone if they're dead. I mean... Deadnapped. Body snatched. Yeah... The party had searched around and had successfully found a secret door leading deeper into Chisisek's Pyramid.
5: So, if you're undead and you are, are you kidnapped or body snatched or both? Well, right now he's just dead, dead. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: true. It is an interesting on question. If it's intelligent or not? <laughs> Come to come to find the path for the complex fantasy questions of grave robbery. <laughs> 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 I'm honestly just
1: a little surprised that Kabeck even stuck around. Like, they got what they came here for, I'm guessing. So why didn't he just poof and get out? Kabeck is not the head guy. He's like a mid-level
2: manager at best. There's probably somebody higher than him who took the body.
5: He was the leader of the silver chains, but I don't think he was the leader of the entire cult. Well, we know well, he's no. not. Well, I mean,
3: at this point, it should be whoever's being possessed by Hakatep, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say you guys should know the answer to this. Do we? Is it Merithetep, then? No, I'm pretty it's sure it's Sarathet,
2: Sarathet person. Or that.
0: sorry. Other person.
2: Who is a cleric who can do some stuff, probably.
0: I more meant why he would have stuck around.
1: I mean, other than just to, to murder us, with us again.
0: Murdering you would be a byproduct. He wants that mask. Yeah.
1: Remember, we
2: have the mask. Yeah, we <laughs> have the mask. That and is he, true. he
0: knew where he were going. So. That is true. <laughs> why not wait? Oh yeah, that little detail. Note the one person in the party he attempted to charm. Yep, it's Sudi.
1: That's why I was hesitant to cast fly on you as well because you were wearing the mask and you were going after him.
3: It's yes, true. and I was very, I would have been very upset. Yeah. <laughs> like very upset if I got charmed and then gave him the mask. Yeah, it would have been a problem.
0: However, when the party did find the secret door that they were looking for and opened the secret door, the towering statue of Ta, god of architecture and creation, and in this case, probably butt-whooping, turned, (laughs) (laughs) seeing all of you, stepped down off of his pedestal, the statue, not the god himself,
4: raised up one fist as the
0: statue's outer plaster cracked, revealing this glowing, pulsing green light from within as it turned towards all of you. And you know what? I think we should just kick it off with some initiative.
5: I mean, he just
2: wants oh, to be boy. friends, right? Hollis knew that there was going to be more in this tomb because like, he didn't care about his body necessarily, but just a sec, cared about stuff like knowledge. Yep. I don't like where I am, and I would like to not be
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I suppose for the audience at home to set the scene, the party yeah. is in a room, a room the same size as all the rooms they've been in previously, which is 20 feet by 20 feet lined up in front of the secret door that makes its way deeper into the tomb. However, this is, of course, a ten foot oh, actually, how tall is this statue? Hold on. Nine foot tall statue. Jeez. Oh, threatening the entirety of the room that the party is in as the party rolls for There's initiative. not room for Sudi to get big, y'all. I don't uh, like it. No, I don't. No, I mean, not unless everyone really wants to squeeze in here.
2: <laughs> no, thank you.
0: Yikes. This is going to be Awful? problematic. Yes, very problematic. All right, let's get some initiatives from the party. Hollis Starkweather.
2: Hollis rolls a 10 for a 17.
0: Sudikantar. Sudi rolls an 8 for an 11. Not so great. Masika of the Bucken.
5: Masika rolls an 8 for
0: a 10. Uh oh. Okay. Citra Nahamra.
5: Oh, we're
1: just going to keep the uttos because I rolled a 3 for a 9.
5: Dang y'all! Oh,
3: I didn't think I rolled that well.
1: I thought I rolled okay, because I rolled a 10.
0: <laughs> We're going to get squished, y'all.
3: I don't want to be squished.
0: So I guess good news, bad news. Masika, I do need you to roll off. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I mean, all right.
5: Okay, that time I rolled a 13 for a 15.
0: Masika, I'm going to need you to roll off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a
0: double roll off. Double roll okay, off. Okay, well,
5: that time it's a nine for an 11.
0: <laughs> okay. So surprise attack round begins. Only Sudi made the perception check to notice this no. creature. I am surprised. I guess Sudi will uh... no, sorry. I was I was getting descriptive. The creature still beat your initiative.
4: Oh no!
2: <laughs> you were surprised. You were, I was the you least were still surprised. surprised you were just the least still surprised.
3: surprised. Crud.
2: I think this is the first time Hollis has had to deal with like a statue coming to life and trying to murder her in this game.
5: No, no, I there so. was the bone golem that we didn't realize was a bone yeah. golem until oh, we
2: yeah,
4: turned the trap. Oh the
5: bone golem. Although that looked scary.
0: <laughs> we were suspicious of it. Yeah, we were wary of that at least that had already. that going. The thing steps off. There's a pulse of green energy that rolls off of this, almost like uh-huh. smoke and fire that suffuses the room around it, curls around the outside of the room and seems to plume up towards the ceiling. And I will need a will save from the party. Oh I don't boy. Like this. Oh gosh.
2: Does sugar need to make a will
0: save? Yes, Normer also.
3: Is this uh, <laughs> fear enchantment, mind affecting?
0: Death. Death effect. It is transmutation.
1: Oh dang. Hey.
0: Okay. I don't love that. That's a problem. All right, so well, Hollis.
2: I rolled. I rolled garbage. Hollis rolls in <laughs> five for a fourteen, and uh, sugar rolls in eight for a fourteen. Oh, uh, okay. we we're saying over here. Sooty. I rolled a
0: four for a 14. No. Okay. Oh! Yeah. Masika.
5: Masika rolled a seven for a 23.
0: And that's Narmer, right. You have crazy will save.
5: And uh Narmer rolls a 10 for a 17.
0: Okay. Citra.
5: Uh, Citra rolled an 11 for a 19.
0: And this is actually supernatural, not spell like. So on Hawks, nifty things against magic don't apply. Sad. And Onhawk rolls a 15 for a 20. Uh, So Citra, Masika, Narmer, and Unhawked save. Hollis, Sudi, and Sugar, the other S's, all fell. Uh, Hollis, Sudi, and Sugar all slowed. Dang. As this just rolls over you. That's That's not fun.
2: (laughs) That's fine. I have a solution for this.
3: Yes, please haste us.
2: How did you know? Because that's what I would do if I was
0: a wizard. (laughs) Uh, That was a free action. So it no will then turn and it will punch Citra. She opened the door. That's <laughs> uh, a natural one, which will not strike its target. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, well. So Sudi to you, the world around you just stutters. And it's it's not even like you feel slower. It's that everything around you seems to be going so much faster than you now, uh, except for Hollis, who seems to be running at normal speed. Sup, great. Sup. <laughs> so, so uh
3: I guess Sudiel will turn to Citra. I'll get oh god, how do I do how do I do Sudy's voice slow? Wow. Um
5: You let Rick mess with it and post. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: mean,
0: that might actually be a way to do it. I'll get behind it. Alright. So, ah, I
1: was gonna say, whenever you're trying to do it slow, you just sound like Arnold.
0: God. I can slow <laughs> it right. in post. fine
3: <laughs> And then uh, it's exactly twenty feet, and I wish to not provoke an attack of opportunity because this thing's going to hit like a Mack truck. So you will need to make an acrobatics check. Yay! All right, so I'm going to do an acrobatics check to try to avoid the, the attack of opportunity. Move twenty feet to get uh, behind this so that uh, Citra can ste- do a five foot step over and flank with me. All right, so you spring Here.
0: forward. Go ahead and make your acrobatics check. Killing me, Smalls. Uh, my dice decided that I'm going to do a... Uh, do keep in mind that you are moving at half speed because you are slowed? Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to definitely get hit. I'm in trouble.
1: Uh,
3: I'm going to go ahead and just knock well, 10 I was off gonna say, of If you yeah.
1: want, can you try to just move in next to Citra and then Citra can go to the other side?
3: Well, I already declared that I was doing this, so oh, okay. I'm going to take the hit. I, I literally will take the hit either way, so I might as well just make it so that you could
0: potentially get two strikes. OK, so you're going to attempt to acrobatics at a plus 10 to the DC. So just roll what you roll and I'll add 10 to its combat. maneuver defense. OK, uh, so I roll an eight. That's going to give me a 22, which is probably not going to pass. I'll I'll even let I'll even give you a behind the screens here. If you like that, would have failed. Close. That would have fell with or without the plus 10. So, yeah, yeah. I rolled real poor. <laughs> so I also rolled poorly, uh, 31. That's good. Ah, you rolled poorly, but got a 31. <laughs> It's going to hit me. Golem. So it turns. It punches out at Sudi as Sudi attempts to circle around behind it. Sudi moving slower.
1: Not good, not good, not good.
0: Just to go over this, just so uh, for Hollis and Sudi mostly, I don't think this is going to apply to Sugar that much unless she tries to fly away. You are restricted to either only a single move action or standard action each turn, but not both. Nor can you take full round actions. You take a minus one penalty to your attack rolls, AC and reflex saves. And you move at half of your normal speed, rounded down to the next five foot increments, which affects the creature's jumping distance as normal for the decreased speed. So keep in mind the minus one to your AC. Well, trust me, that was six over my normal AC, so I think we're good. As Sudi attempts to dart past it, it just backhands out at him,
4: cracking
0: into you, slamming you against the wall for 23 points of damage before turning its gaze back down towards Citra again. Oh, great. (laughs) So Sudi just like slow-mo recovers from that. Like slow motion, like spits blood
3: out of his mouth.
0: (laughs) The blood accelerates as soon as it leaves his mouth and it just goes right (laughs) straight. From Sudi, we go to round one of combat. Hollis Starkweather.
2: All right, I'm going to cast Defensively. Okay. I'm going to cast Haste Defensively, which is third level. (laughs) Great
0: idea. Great idea.
1: I'm going to roll Garbage.
3: Uh, oh, no. Give me one of those kind of fights.
1: We're all worn out from the last one.
5: Yeah, right. I don't think I have any spells that'll work on a golem. Masika is just gonna be like, uh.
0: <laughs> Norman. Twenty-three. <23? laughs> haste is so. yeah. Haste is a third level spell, so it'd be DC twenty-one.
4: Oh, so okay. I it!
0: So Yay. you,
4: haste.
0: You kind of you stumble back see this thing you can roll knowledge arcana also if you wanted to uh, i begin chanting and atoning gesture with a hand
2: uh knowledge arcana gets me i roll a 10 for a 29
0: okay you gesture out with a hand for hollis and sudi the world speeds back up to normal for citra and masika the world as well as uh on Hawk, the world seems to slow down as you begin to accelerate so much Probably a little bit of like a queasiness in Hollis and Sudi's stomach as they went from being slowed to back to normal to watching their friends moving at hyper speed.
5: It's fine.
0: Weird. So your haste is has kicked in, which is suppressing the slow effect. Of course, the two of them are negate one another. I five foot step toward the door. Hollis makes for the end, the exit. No, she can <laughs> cast
1: spells yep. from the door. It's fine. That's true. I, yeah, exactly. I can be out of here. Thanks,
0: Hollis. You recognize this as a stone golem.
2: Yep. Yay.
0: (laughs) Mystica's like, well, I'm out.
2: (laughs) That there's a stone golem, (laughs) y'all.
0: A stone golem has a humanoid body made from stone frequently stylized to suit its creator. Like most golems, the stone golem cannot speak and makes no sound other than the grinding of stone against stone when it moves. You may ask one question pertaining towards the stone golem. What kind of magic works on it? Very well. So I'll give you all the information for immunity to magic. A stone golem is immune to any spell or spell-like ability that allows for spell resistance. In addition, certain spells and effects function differently against the creature as noted below. A transmute rock to mud spell slows a stone golem as the slow spell for 2d6 rounds with no saving throw while transmute mud to rock heals it of all lost hit points.
1: Oh, yeah, don't do that one.
0: A stone to flesh spell does not actually change the golem's structure, but negates its damage reduction and immunity to magic for one round. Hmm. Hollis is oh, considering okay. that scroll in her pack. Nope, no, I'm not.
2: <laughs> this going to be something for spellcasters not to fuss with, Masika. Um, so. Unless, unless just you know about mud.
5: Stand here? No, get. It's
0: time for Narmer to take the lead. <laughs> 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 then he springs into the air. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: you know, like buff our allies and stuff. I don't think I have that many buff spells memorized. Mm.
0: So Hollis hastes, uh, Citra, Masika, Unhawked, I suppose armor also, and dispels the slow effect on herself, Sudi and sugar, sugar. before sliding towards the door. Mm-hmm. Bringing us to Unhawked. Oh, this is unpleasant. Unhawked
4: he turns smash.
0: towards mm-hmm. it, spins his Kopesh. He five foot steps in and, uh, Brings his blades to bear.
2: Hey, he's got an extra attack now.
0: That's true. And a plus one bonus to his attacks. And his AC. Natural one, I'm rolling a lot of those today.
2: Wrong people are rolling those. Golem is fine.
0: So gets an 11 for his second attack, which is gonna get him a 16, which won't strike his target, brings the Kukri around. A 27 with his Kukri, which will actually slam into his opponent. Hey-oh. For no damage. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh.
2: Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard. Jesus.
0: Natural one will not strike his opponent with his fourth attack. Wow well, bring around his blade for a chop with the Kopesh, Rolling a three for an adjusted thirteen. Sad. Rutra Raggy. He's really good against humans. From Unhocked, we go to the Golem. Oh jeez. Oh slammy Yeah, full out attack, Citra. Yep.
1: Yep, because I opened the door
0: brings up one fist, drops it down towards her. God, I'm rolling abysmally. You can't be caught flat footed, correct?
1: I don't have uncanny dodge because of my
0: archetype. Oh no. So 24 to hit you flat footed. Yep. It's going to hurt. Yep. Uh, that's 25 points of damage with the first hit.
4: Oh my <laughs> God. And then
0: hefts its wow. other fist and brings it down. That's definitely going to hit with a 30. Uh oh. Yep. Yeah striking you for 19 points of damage with a second blow as it hammers you back against the wall.
1: Yeah, that's more than half my hit points, guys.
0: ruh It stands tall over you, bringing us to Sudi Kantar. All right. Sudi, swift action pummeling style. And
3: then I'm going to full out Floria blows it and okay. see if I can't do some damage. All right. It's really dependent on you, Citra. Don't die on me.
1: trying not to
0: Uh, okay so first attack is a 23 a 23 glances off the side of this thing as you bring your fist around and hit into it that's felt like your knuckles scrape raw as you slam into the stone okay that's a 19 for a 31 a 31 will strike the icon of the god as you slam your fist into its back Uh, for 11 points of damage Shipping a pebble free from the back of this thing Woo! in essence you have done one point of damage yeah uh, and then a 20 is not going to hit a 20 will not strike your target oh boy you have inflicted damage though from (laughs) Sudi Kantar we go to Masika
5: alright I'm going to cast a cure critical wounds
0: (laughs) that's a great plan Uh, it's a concentration check
5: I mean, unless you're just going to just want
0: to get wailed on and then have to make a check. On unless you want to take your chances with this thing.
5: 10 plus 7 is 17 plus our level is 27 plus combat casting is 31.
0: Uh, so that'd be DC 23. So, yeah, that's going to succeed.
5: All right. You get 37 hit points back.
0: All right. Yay. Yay. There you
5: go.
0: <laughs> so Citra gets hit twice, beaten up against this wall by a massive statue depiction of tall. At which point Masika cries out to the power of Taw and reaches out a hand like it <laughs> <laughs> kills you f for 30-something Ta. points. Taw doesn't choose sides.
5: F off t- he's like, not this. Narmer has... A f- is he going to karate chop him? He has a bite attack that he's never used. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what does that bite like do? Like death. one point of damage? He gums him to death. Om, nom, nom. He does like 1d3. Said.
0: This is completely your choice, Uh-huh. but I will point out that damaging this thing draws its attention and it also has fists that do 20 something points of damage. Yeah, and no, it.
5: Narmer's gonna, Narmer's gonna sit on Masika's shoulder and use her hair as a curtain.
0: <laughs> I'm hiding, guys. <laughs> no one knows I'm here.
1: Yeah. Ta,
0: ta, listen to me. We're, we're like brothers. We should work together. We're all friends here. Okay, no, no, he's mostly rock, sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry about all your little brothers I've been making a little stack shove. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean anything. Uh, From Masika, we go to Citra Nahumra.
1: (laughs) Finally, okay. Uh, Despite getting knocked into the wall, Citra will take a five-foot step over. She will activate her Golem Bane Scarab, which I will finally get to use. Actually, I actually don't do think, spot.
0: I think it's a activation to to detect golems, but I think it's always in effect as far as bypassing damage reduction.
1: Okay, good. Five foot step, I'm going to wail on him.
0: Yeah, boy.
1: Okay. That would be a 13 for a 28.
0: A 28, will strike your flanked target as you slide over hmm. uh, a scarab enables its possessor to combat golems with weapons, unarmed attacks or natural weapons as if they had no damage reduction. Uh-huh. There's no action to activate. Oh, okay. Nice.
4: Cool.
1: And I get my sneak attack.
0: You are flanking your target. And unlike in 3.0, 3.5, this does have a discernible at weak points. You're aiming for the cracks. You're aiming for joints. the cracks and the joints and such as you bring your blade to bear. Okay. This is not a galaxy quest.
1: Not my best role.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Somebody got that.
1: Somebody's trying to math right now.
0: I haven't seen that movie in forever.
1: I it's love that movie
0: so much. You no, know, we should watch tonight and just, for a quest. it's a rock. It oh, doesn't have, have weak points, have weak points.
1: <laughs> for my first hit. I do 23 points of damage.
0: Ouch. Excellent. You definitely keep its attention.
1: And then I'm going to swing at it again.
0: Citrus spins her blade, brings it back around. I believe you only have one blade out right now because you yeah, have so a free just, hand to open the other door. I'm just
1: doing a second, my second attack. All right, so I rolled another 13, which gives me a 23.
0: A 23 will glance off of this thing, even flanked as you bring your blade back around towards it. It seems... Dang it. As you know, The flanking is still distracting it, but it seems to have just kind of waved away Sudi doing one hit point of damage and is focusing mostly on...
1: Okay, well, this one... Uh, this uh, My hasted attack should do it.
0: All right.
1: Uh, I rolled an 18, which is a threat.
0: is a hit threat. Roll to confirm.
1: So 33.
0: As golems are still subject to critical hits.
1: Then to confirm, I rolled a 15, which gives me a 30.
0: A 15 for a 30 will confirm your critical hit as you bring the blade around and ram it
3: into it. Sitter is our anti-golem ace in the hole.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so when I double my damage.
0: That Cullin Bane scarab paying off. Yeah boy. Especially this adventure path.
1: But unfortunately I don't double my sneak attack, which sucks.
0: Nope it's only gonna be 30 something points of damage.
1: Only. I mean 35.
0: Ow. That uh that hurts. Good. You <laughs> ram your blade back into this thing the first time you strike it, hitting it right in its wrist cracking into it as its hand breaks free and slams into the ground you then oh, spin back around and hit it right in the leg popping into the side of its leg as it stumbles hitting you're going to hope a vital point the creature still bears down on you green light pulsing from between <laughs> the cracks it. opening up in it as it stares at you with lambient emerald eyes
1: creepy creepy eyes that's what that's what this is it's creepy eyes
0: it has hungry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really getting Heather tonight. Uh, from Citra, we go back around to the top. Hollis.
2: Here's a question. Okay. This is a golem made of stone. Yep. Does stone shape do things to it? It doesn't allow spell resistance and.
3: Well,
0: but it has immunity to all magic. Stone with or the exception stone of object. Blah, 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 blah. Touched.
2: touched, not touched.
0: But the stone or stone object applies to an object not a creature as this is a what stone about creature
2: the floor that it's standing on
0: hey yeah it's it's stone
2: can i make like a ramp that descends into the stone earth is that a thing i could do so that you can have the high ground
3: oh why don't you just <laughs> drop him like do like a little like stone pit kind of thing
2: well you guys are all so close i'll so just put him in a big stone box and we could move on but Oh, he'd like, break out of a bin, big
5: stone box. I was going
0: to say, first off, <laughs> would not stop him. <laughs>
2: yeah, but that would give us time to, like, go away from here. <laughs> Let's
0: do He get big. The answer is technically yes, you could put him on. You could try to slope it or ramp it. Mind you, you can't get rid of the stone, so the stone would have to go somewhere. Mm. So you'd have to displace it to the outside of the room because it, it allows you to shape the stone, not remove it. Right. Uh, it also only affects a 10-foot cube. So, in essence, like, if you're, you know, Jordan's whole thing of like, put him in a pit, it would drop him down 10 feet. <laughs> I mean, that would that give would, us the yeah, that's, ground,
2: that's, that's fine. That's what I'll do. I'm going to squish the ground and shove it into, I guess, the outside. I don't know how that works to make like a 10 foot pit that he falls in. Or that he's in, because that's where he's standing.
0: Okay, so Hollis, you're going to five foot step forward. You're going to cast on the defensive next to him to touch yes. the stone at his feet. And then you're going <laughs> to displace the 10 foot cubes against the back wall to make him drop down. Yes. Okay.
2: I roll, let's see, that's a 26.
0: Technically, actually, 30? it's uh, it's 10 cubic feet plus one cubic foot per level. So you'd have 20 cubic feet. So you could actually drop him in a 20 foot deep pit.
2: Should I put him in a big old pit or a little pit? Y'all want to hit him or y'all just want to put him in a pit?
5: I mean, well, I'm sure it could climb out of a
2: pit.
3: <laughs> I just thought of something. We won't be flanking him if you drop
0: him in the pit.
2: You'll be flanking his head. Kick him in the head.
0: I mean, okay. Uh, if you're if you're above or below, it does not matter as long as you're still on opposite sides of your target. And the target's oh, okay. within reach I of you. Know. It was it, I thought then it didn't for some reason.
2: I'm dropping him in the hole. I guess I'll drop him in a normal size hole.
0: Yeah, if, it, if it's 15 feet deep, then they won't be able to reach him while standing. Yeah, so it'll They'd have to, to be 10
2: yeah. since you're scared that he'll crawl back up. So I won't do 20, I'll do 10.
0: I hope he doesn't crawl back up. Okay. So basically, you're going to make a mini little pit here with a uh, a stone shape.
2: Yes. I roll a 30 on my Casty, please don't hit me. Concentration check? Yes, concentration check. Concentration check. Casty, please don't hit me. Cassie, please don't hit me.
0: Yeah, so you successfully cast this, reach down a hand, place it upon the floor. Ah. The floor shifts and rolls backward as this thing half-stumbles steps as it drops down, as does the the pedestal it was standing upon earlier. And the empty sarcophagus teeters precariously on the edge of this pit as it opens up beneath it and drops it down inside. It still kind of stares up over the edge of it. Seemingly probably not have noticed it was Hollis even casting it.
2: Hollis like does the sup nod
0: <laughs> As its eyes are still <laughs> honed in on Citra pet, Caught fully in the uh, the glow of its lantern-like eyes
1: Yeah, he doesn't really like me very much I wonder no. why Because I detected the secret Y'all have the high ground now Don't I- Anakin
3: cool. I was trying so hard not to make
0: it <laughs> Don't Anakin I have the high ground Bertie,
1: we've, we've already done ground. that joke
0: Only like a hundred times again. Never gets old Yes it does Usually we do the we hate sand joke. Yeah, but, that's the okay. one we do a lot we more We also that. hate sand, yes. Yeah. In one of the recent Star Wars comic books with Luke, Luke talked about how much he loves sand. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, he is not, he is not his father's son. His father. uh, so from Hollis, as she drops this golem into a pit, we go to Unhocked, who will take the plus one bonus for having the high ground and also haste. Oh, Jesus, rolling a two. So, no. 14 plus his five is going to be 19 plus one for the high grounds. 20 will not hit. There we go. That's a 26, which will strike his target. Oh, there we go. I'll go ahead and bounce the dice, but he literally cannot do enough damage with his Kukri to actually damage it. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, he's, he's going to have to go he like two handed with the cope. Well, he's, he could, but he's probably. Got to have better chances going two-handed with the Kopesh next round.
1: He's probably looking mm. at Citra like, how the heck did she get all this damage on yeah. it?
0: <laughs> and haste to attack. No. So from on we go to... He was so much more effective against those humans outside. We go to the stone golem. Boo. No one else has done anything to draw its fire. So it turns its yeah. attention fully on Citra.
2: It's in a pit. I don't know what that does to it, but maybe something.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically, it doesn't give it any penalties. It just gives Citra the plus one bonus for the high ground.
1: Yay! Uh,
0: it's a thirty-five. Yeah. It does one thing, and it does one thing really well. Uh, Twenty-two points of damage. Yeah. It then brings its other fist to bear. Its missing fist, so it's really just punching you with the broken nope. stone. Yeah, with the broken stone of its wrist. That is a forty. Oh,
4: wow! Not yeah. a
0: lot of critical though. Uh, striking Citra for 27 points of damage as it slams her against the wall blood splattering down onto the floor
1: Yeah, she's going to be black and blue tomorrow
0: <laughs> How dead are you?
1: I have 27 hit points.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> so basically so not you could have another taken two like hits one from more this. of those maybe.
1: Does yep. this thing see?
0: What do you mean?
2: Like if there were a fog in here would it be able to see through it? Does it have is it like a magical seeing or is it like it has to see?
0: Uh, that would technically be a separate question to know what senses.
2: Okay, well, I can gamble with the first level <laughs> spell.
0: Oh, boy. That's up to you. From the stone golem, we go to Sudi. He's in a All pa- right. You have the high ground, Anakin. I do have the high ground. I'm sorry, uh, Obi-Wan. Sudi's,
3: <laughs> so, yeah. Sudi's going to go uh, switch from punching to kicking and start kicking at this thing's uh, noodle. And we'll see what we get. Uh, so I'm going to Flurry it's of Blows. Noodle.
5: Is it... <laughs> Does it have a weakness versus toe
4: beans?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Toe beans get through its damage reduction. Yes. Jelly bean death kick. Yes. (laughs) All right. Okay. That'll play. That is an
0: 18 for a 30 on my first hit. There we go. A 30 strike your target as you bring your foot to bear, kicking out at it.
2: And you're doing pummeling style? Yes.
3: Pummeling style, but I'm only doing, I only did seven points of damage. That does nothing.
2: No, it's gonna stack.
3: You kick it Uh, in the back of the head. I roll three for 15. That will not hit. With your plus one? Uh, 16. (laughs) I
1: don't think it's 16. That doesn't really matter.
3: That's a natural one. I will spend a key point to get an extra attack. (laughs) All right. I really want to do some damage to this thing.
1: You gotta get a golden pain scarab. Yeah, it was a worthy investment, I think.
3: (laughs) I definitely am regretting not getting one. If we ever get back to a town, That's a 10 for a 23.
1: Merchant's Oasis will have it. Maybe. Is that with your pluses? They should.
3: That was with... Oh, uh, 25 because I'm flanking. 25 will not strike a target. Dang
4: Dang it! As you attempt to continue to bring your
0: hill down. uh, Unfortunately doing no damage to it this round. Ugh. Bring us to Masika.
4: Oh, boy.
3: Hail, Citra. (laughs) She's the only one who can
0: damage this thing.
5: Masika (laughs) will take...
0: Masika, my... My diplomacy check seems to do nothing.
5: Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> I don't think he understands me.
5: It's it's okay, Narmer. Okay, so citrus bleeding.
0: Oh yeah, that's a lot of blood. How much of that can you lose before it becomes a problem?
5: I don't know how many
1: pints are in you.
3: Uh, the good news is apparently magical healing restores that, so you'll get some more. That's really what your points are—just blood points.
5: So 18 plus 10 is 28, plus 4 for combat casting is 32, plus 7 for my wisdom is a 39 for a third level spell.
0: That will beat the DC 21.
5: Uh, Yay!
1: And to answer your morbid question, uh, you have to lose at least 40% of
5: your blood in order to die. Okay. All right, that only gets 27 because I, I only had the one cure cure crit.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's problematic. <laughs> I think that did double Citra's remaining hit points, though. It did.
5: Can Narmer spit on this thing now that it's in the pit? Well, the acid, well, his acid's not magical. It's just normal acid.
0: Narmer's acidic spit falls under his item installation ability, which Uh is extraordinary.
5: So does that mean it'll damage this golem? Yeah. All right, so Narmer's gonna burn a charge off of his little wand that's in his tummy and uh, is gonna spit a glob of acid at this thing.
0: I'm sorry, brother, you brought this on your shelf. <laughs> then he leans over and just Patu. makes a hawking sound and spits down into the pit.
5: Patui. Uh Narmer rolls a 13 for a 23.
0: A 23 will, however, hit the stone golems. Touch AC. Hey.
5: Narmer does 11 points of acid damage because I rolled a five Ouch. out of six. Nice.
0: <laughs> Very
3: nice. P2, Burning. Nice. Do that like a dozen more times.
5: He can do the one glob indefinitely, and he has 47 charges on the wand left inside of him to do the two spit.
0: <laughs> I'll show if I run out of that one, Mashika can hand over that pretty much worthless wand to Bernie Hanch.
5: Shut mm-hmm. up, Narmer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, you said the two-spit, and it just made me think of
3: two-steps. So Now the text is two-spit. <laughs> I was thinking,
1: uh, you want to hear a 90s reference here? I got you. I think Patu is the name of the dog in Rock-A-Doodle-Doo. It, oh, huh. Wait, is it? I th- something like that, isn't it? I don't
3: know what the dog's uh, name is I, in
0: that. I don't I know.
1: From. I, it is Patu. Very
0: it well. is Patu. Well, there you go. Yeah. Obscure. From. <laughs> Masika, we go to Citra.
1: All right, let's wail on this thing again.
0: Stabby death. You have the high ground.
1: Yeah. High ground doesn't usually help that much when you roll a four, so that's the like uh, four. Uh, plus 14, which is 18. Plus, plus your two for flanking, which is 20. Plus haste in the high ground, which is only a 22.
0: Sad. 22 will not strike your target. So. Mm.
1: Second attack. God, okay, yeah, I suck today. That's a seven. Or
0: <laughs> right, sixteen
1: plus all the stuff. Yeah, it's still not gonna work. Uh, haste attack. Oh haste. Hey, okay, here we go. Okay,
0: all right.
1: haste attack is an eighteen. Uh, Thirty-two plus two for flank. Thirty-four plus high ground and haste. Thirty-six.
0: Thirty-six will strike your flanked target. I Yay!
1: Did not confirm. Very well. Four again. Gosh darn it.
0: <laughs> okay. You do, however, manage to bring your kukri to bear, swinging it down towards his face.
1: I'm just gonna blame the fact that she got wailed on so much that she probably just can't see
0: straight. I was gonna say, you're probably lightly concussed at a minimum. Lightly? Heavily. There's that soft tinnitus ringing sound echoing through your ears.
1: But I rolled really dang well on that sneak attack damage. That'd be 31 points of damage.
0: Your blade slams into the skull of this thing, as you wrench your weapon free from its eye socket and half of its face cracks off. There's a pulsing green light as its remaining eye stares up towards you and it continues to bear down. Hollis.
5: O-M-G.
0: Good gracious. Well, this
2: is about to be real dumb. She draws her scimitar. (laughs) What? What? That's not how
3: I want to hear the wizard describing their
4: actions. Which she is
2: not proficient with. And it's a spell component and <laughs> she's going to try to aid Citra on her next attack and see oh if she can God. hit it 10. Oh no, we're at the aiding stage.
4: <laughs> All right.
2: I'm going to roll a 17 on the die there for um, with my penalties for not being proficient with scimitars and 18. Well, a 19, because high ground. So I definitely Beryl. hit a 10.
0: Barrel. So you spin around those of you... Having never seen Paulus draw a weapon before, see her swing with extraordinary grace and ease.
5: It's weird. But I'm picturing her thrusting with it like it's a rapier instead of actually swinging it like you should a shemitar. She
1: she knows it's a chopping weapon.
5: I am so mad mad at myself right now that I
1: didn't draw another Krukri and do two-weapon fighting.
0: Woman. I mean, you would have lost all the extra yeah, attacks have and have the haste attack extra and attacks and everything else. So. So. Ah,
1: that's so. true. We got to get you quick draw, and also we got to get you a weapon
3: cord. You definitely need to get quick draw and a weapon cord.
2: Anyway, I'm aiding Citra's next attack, so you get a plus two on your next attack on this thing.
0: All right. That will bring us to Unhawked, who will... I mean, that's not a bad idea. He could drop, drop his offhand weapon and take a two-handed grip. Mm. I mean, at
3: this point, he needs to do as much damage per swing as possible. So I think that's tactically sound.
0: The problem is, is that since he can't get through its damage reduction, even doing that, even rolling max, he might do one or two points of damage. He was going so to know better than average on damage to even do anything to this. Yeah. Um, so you know what? You know, seeing Hollis' lead. He'll follow Hollis's lead.
4: Hey, uh, But buddy. he'll
0: actually see about giving Citra a plus two AC against the next thing swinging at him because she's taking that's it. That's a seeding. good plan. That's a good plan. I
1: was going to say no. Oh, and Then he bullet. rolls a
0: perfect 20. Ah! So from Unhawked, who rolls a perfect 20 and gives Citra a plus two bonus to her AC, we go to the uh. golem. So against this first attack, Citra, your AC will be two higher as Unhawk tries to draw its fire. So that's Six off of that, plus two your AC. So it gets a 27 to hit your AC plus two.
1: Then no, he does not hit. That would make give me a 29. Woo.
0: Oh, I have go. a
1: 27.
0: <laughs> All right, I is think that we have a plan?
1: Plan. That is with the haste.
0: Yep. So you the thing swings forward on Hawk, managing to draw its attention just long enough for you to s- scatter out of the way. <sighs> Thanks. It then swings back with its other hand up towards you with a minus six. Uh, eight, so be a twenty-seven
1: on the nose.
0: So its backswing, however, does connect with Citra hitting her against the wall for another nineteen points of damage. <laughs> this thing hits like a freight train. Yeah. Uh, it'll also use a free action as perp, as green fire bursts off of it in every direction. I oh, will, need a will save from the party. Ah crud!
4: I hey, love to all pass
3: right. One of these. Didn't roll terribly.
4: <laughs>
2: is, this, is this the same effect?
0: Transmutation. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Hollis, she rolls a 9 for an 18. And Sugar rolls a 5 for an 11.
3: Sudi rolls yeah. a 19 for a 29. Where were you when we were fighting, when we were actually punching and kicking? It's a good thing not to be slow. It is a good thing not to be slowed. <laughs> Masika?
5: Narmer, Narmer rolls a 9 for a 16. Masika rolls an 18 for a
0: 34. Okay. Citra?
5: Citra rolled a two
1: for a ten. Oh, no! It's just going to knock your haste off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just so, knocks the haste off. So this fire rolls over Citra, you feel yourself. You feel this like a lurching sensation as you drop in speed, feeling that, you know, that layered protection and everything just wearing off of you all of a sudden. Hollis, you actually do manage to succeed.
2: ha, <laughs> baby.
0: Uh, as you <laughs> resist sure the, effects this, the effects of this, Sudi resist the effects of this. Masika, you continue pressing forward. On your shoulder, you just hear, "Oh no!" <laughs>
4: <laughs> as the
0: as the tick tick sound of Narmer slows down to half speed, Doesn't uh, that and make An managed speed? to successfully. But from her perspective, it's now half because mm-hmm. she's still
4: mm-hmm. hasted. That's mm-hmm.
0: so, complicated. Mm-hmm. some people are. so Actually, I don't think anyone slowed. I think just that's sugar counter. Slow. Yeah, it's sugar slow. Back. <laughs> 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 from mm-hmm. the stone golem we go to Sudi
3: Alright more full out attacking with flurry of blows. I can do damage at some point.
0: I know he's hey your yeah. brother, <laughs> but stop him.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Good funny. observation there. <laughs> it's a good thing.
3: Good thing Sudy doesn't listen to him because he rolls a 16 for a 28, a uh, 30
0: to hit him. A thirty will strike your target. Hey, As You lash Four out with ten your points in. of damage. Farewell for Pumbling no effect. style. As you hit, Are you not hope Pumbling that you style? open. Uh, that is with pummeling style. Oh, okay, I don't have to declare it every round. Once once he enters into a style until he changes styles, it remains. Okay. That's a natural one, which will not do nothing. Oh. Hey. And then that's a
3: 19 for a 26, uh, 28 with the flank. 28 will strike your target. Finally, I'm doing damage. I didn't do a lot of damage. Aww. I roll a two, so I only do six points of damage to it.
0: <laughs> you I'm crack into its head. Part of its face continues to break off, although it is still going. Lace high. Masika.
5: Citrus still uh, bleeding everywhere, yeah? yep oh yeah
1: (laughs) not quite as bad as i was before but still pretty bad at 35 hit points
0: (laughs) what's the dc for a
5: third level spell
0: dc's 21
5: uh well i rolled a 13 which gets me a 23 plus 30 so 34 yeah i need to feel victorious heather
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like high numbers
5: All right, uh citra gets twenty five hit points back, okay
0: very well send a hand lay it up upon that I think this is the Yay. first time citra has got a net gain in a round uh yeah,
5: yeah no uh. that one definitely helped, <laughs> which is good because we're 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 moving down the list to cure mods next round uh.
4: oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Then it'll go downhill real fast.
1: Hopefully, hopefully I can get it. And then we can just use some, the med kit. And then
5: Narmer is going to spit.
0: I'm going to spit again. <laughs> Narmer rolls a
5: 12 for a 22.
0: 21 will still hit.
5: And he will use a charge. Barewell. He does nine points of acid damage.
0: All right. He spits down acid bubbling across the creature. Citra Nahumra.
1: You have a plus two on your first attack. I have a plus two on my first attack. Thanks to Hollis. Um, I'm just going to do my two attacks because
0: you're no longer hasted.
1: All right. Rolled a 14 for a 28 plus two for the flank plus one for the high ground plus two for the other attack. 33.
0: (laughs) A 33 will strike your target as you stab down with the kukri once again. Okay. Trying your best at this stabbing downwards onto it as it's halfway climbed, climbing out of the pit, trying to beat you to death.
1: Wow. I almost rolled straight fours.
0: That would be nice.
1: It wasn't. But with my all my sneak attack and whatnot, I got a 30 points of damage.
0: 30 points of damage? Your blade connects into the center of this thing's skull. Or what passes for it in a statue. As you wrench your blade to the side, the creature just stops. There's an explosion of heatless green fire that rolls through the room. Mm. And then the room falls still.
2: All right. Well, thank God. That is means it, I got
1: it, right? Is it, is it? Is it stopped?
0: I mean, it's not glowing anymore.
1: She probably stabs it again for good measure.
0: Very well. <laughs> you dole your blade slightly.
1: Hollis puts her sword back in its sheath. <sighs> Alright, so that was uh, that that was fun. Mm. This is the best investment I think I have ever made.
3: I definitely need to get one of those next time we're in a town.
5: <sighs> we'll probably Sniff. have one at the Oasis. There's lots of things there. Or I could make well, you one. I would like that.
3: So he like you know shakes out his <laughs> fists and like rubs his one of his feet that he's been using to kick this thing.
1: I don't think he liked that I opened the door. That means there's good stuff in there
0: <sighs> it seems like the ancients didn't want us to go through well
3: or at least it was deemed more important than the body itself
5: oh of course how uh how how uh still beat up is sutra looking i am down by 23 hit points get get another 16 back from a cure moderate wounds Yay. when they don't
2: when they don't want us to go further that's typically because there's something uh, very powerful which is what we could really use right now
3: i mean that's true <laughs> I guess we'll find out what it is.
2: Also, it's something the cult didn't find, so that's good.
1: That's definitely in our favor. Well, I guess... I mean, is there anything salvageable on the golem that would be helpful or no?
5: I mean, I think it's it's just a big block of stone that was magically animated. Yep. All right, well then.
1: Nothing
0: that I see, no.
5: I'll take
1: point then, heading into the next room.
0: So Citra makes her way through the secret door. Woohoo! Checking for traps.
1: Well, she does that automatically. Yep.
0: So you all make your way forward, step into this long corridor. The corridor itself stretches some maybe 40 feet in overall length down to the end. The walls here are unadorned in a way that almost implies that this hallway was never intended to be seen. Cobwebs hang thick in the corners of this passage as you make your way down.
2: I cast Mage Hand to get rid of the cobwebs as we go so they don't get stuck on anybody's hair.
0: Nice. Nice. Or fur. Or fur. You just kind of gesture back and forth, back and forth, parting it. The air is still as you reach a simple, unadorned stone doorway at the end of the passage.
1: And I check it for trips.
0: Very <laughs> well. You don't see anything. Is it locked? No, it just looks like it's going to require some elbow grease to roll this out of the way.
1: All right. Uh, I'm um, not a strong one.
0: Uh, I've got a 16.
3: So I think so I'm the strong one.
1: Sudi, I think you're gonna have to push it. I'm not, I'm more dexterous than strength.
3: All right, let's see what I can do. I'll make a strength check. I roll a natural one, giving me a four.
1: Maybe I should have done the door. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Sudi's Sudi just like resets his feet. Like you see his claw, his like toe claws kind of come out to like grip better. He rubs his one foot that he was kicking a stone no! statue Why? in the face. <laughs>
0: I roll a three for a six.
5: Narmer, why don't you help him?
0: Oh, I could do that. Shooty, shooty. You could take 10. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take 10 and that gets
3: me a 13. Is that enough? Yeah, it's fine.
4: No! <laughs> Dang it, Cause I
5: rolled a 19.
3: Oh, okay.
2: I had
5: Hollis roll for fun and I got a
3: 16. <laughs> <laughs> My dice
0: hate me, y'all. Narmer so, has so- a 10
5: strength. He could actually probably help you. <laughs>
0: You'd have to factor in the fact that he's tiny size, so his yeah. lifter tiny, tiny. push is a lot lower. Well, dang it. That was embarrassing so. for Sudi. <laughs> <laughs> so after struggling with the door for a moment, the ladies step up and help Sudie with the doorway. They just expected the big strong man to go do all the heavy lifting.
3: You said, quote, I'm the strong one. I did. Yeah. Sudie so doesn't feel like the strong one now. He remembers that he should have just gotten big and then he just wailed on that thing. Just punch right through it.
1: We don't need to break stuff in
5: the tomb. We are trying to be respectful.
1: <laughs> Masika's real ready for all the
5: clockwork amazingness that should be in this room. Yep, it's I'm ready. Gonna,
0: it's not going to be I that. like your argument of respectful after you beat his stone golem into pieces. Okay, and that self defense. Rip open the floor in his burial chamber to make a that giant was me. pit.
1: That yep. was Hollis for one, and also <laughs> self defense.
4: Yeah, it was it's not my fault. Her. I
1: bought all of the different necklaces hoping to avoid <laughs> this, and it didn't work.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Anywho,
2: what's in the staying room, y'all?
0: So, pushing this open, beyond is an equally unadorned chamber. No hieroglyphs mark the wall not that you can immediately see although some markings do seem to to cross across the back wall of this chamber scattered about this room you can see a variety of items statues of anubis ta other gods what appear to be rods which you can only assume to be some form of magical items jewelry scrolls wands some sort of crocodilian funerary mask which stands off to the side, staring at you with jade eyes. Cool. Magnificent model of a galley crewed by tiny ivory jade and onyx figurines. Stay away from a those. variety of small mummified <laughs> creatures, uh, seemingly cats. What looked to be numerous urns, stacks of gold and silver and platinum coins. And what seemed to be numerous tomes scrolls various things that look much like the architectural plans that you had found in chisisek's workshop mm. and what appears to be a brilliantly crafted clockwork machine that's where Masika's going as you open the door that distant sound of tick 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 becomes louder as you can see this clockwork thing somehow still even after all these millennia ticking away.
5: Well, they can wind themselves.
0: Not all of them. (laughs) Its eyes blaze to a brilliant blue. It stands up bathing all of you in a light very similar to that from the chest cavity of Narmer. Ooh. Is this sec? Is it intelligent? It steps forward and unfurls. What? As you stand in the hallway, the thing seems to just reverberate and forms into this massive grinding wall of clockwork and gears Uh that bisects the front part of the room from the back of the room. And then it stops. Seriously. And Um, of view is a whirling wall of gears that occupies the entire front portion of this room, blocking (laughs) you into the hallway.
5: Masika's is going to step forward. Can I make a craft clockwork check to see if I can figure anything out about this?
0: Uh, yeah. Anyone that wishes to make a also make a knowledge arcana.
5: I will. Uh, knowledge arcana.
2: I get a 14 for a 20, a 33. Masika gets a 30
5: on craft clockwork.
0: Okay.
1: I rolled an 18 for a 29 arcana.
0: Okay. This all three of you would understand is a clockwork golem. It is an extraordinarily complex unification of clockwork mechanics and magic animating force. Forged from thousands of gears, the Clockwork Golem is a precision creation. In combat, it is ruthlessly efficient, moving with swift conviction to grind and slice its foes into ribbons. Hollis, you get two questions pertaining towards the Clockwork Golem. Citra and Masika both get one.
2: Can you disable them? Like, is this wall shape a normal thing they can do?
0: You want to ask specifically about the wall? Or just special abilities in general? I guess
2: special abilities in general.
0: For its special attacks, you would know that it possesses three forms of special attack. First off, it uh, if it is reduced to zero or fewer hit points, it means that you have oftentimes damaged the machinery beyond repair. Considering how precise the mechanics of this thing are, that usually involves it literally exploding. As the oh. various clockwork gears held together by tensile force explodes outwards, usually shredding anything within about 10 feet of it.
2: I hate bad guys that explode.
0: Oh, that's bad. There's another theme. Secondly, they are able to grab their opponents on successful slams, at which point it opens up all of the assorted gears or gets the person caught up in all the assorted gears and cogs built into their hands causing them to grind and slice anyone Ooh. that they grab onto with the razor sharp gears, as well as blades that emerge from its body to grind and slice its foes into pulp.
1: So we're in this oh, Spencer Mansion level.
0: Of- it's, a, it's a meat <laughs> grinder, like a literal mobile meat grinder. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, what you're witnessing here is the fact that as a standard action, a clockwork golem can fold into a whirling wall of grinding gears, measuring 10 feet by 10 feet or 5 feet by 20 feet. In this case, it's the 10 foot by 10 foot variety occupying the entirety of the doorway here anyone passing through this wall will take i will not give you the details but let me just put it as a buttload of
4: yeah, slashing it's damage a
0: lot of damage well,
1: i don't think any of us planned on walking
0: through it the clockwork golem can take no actions when in this form except to resume its normal form which you can do so as a move action
2: um okay special defenses
0: it possesses damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes its damage reduction is a separate question. It possesses standard construct traits. It is immune to death effects, disease, mind affecting effects, charms, compulsion, phantasm, patterns, and morale effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless the effect also works on objects. They are not subject to non-lethal damage, ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, or energy drain, and they're not at risk of death from massive damage. Cool. In addition to that, they are also immune to magic knowing well, what overcomes its magical immunity is a separate question. Etc and masika's turn.
5: Are they intelligent like Narmer is or are they more like a normal golem where it's given an order and that's all of it all it does?
0: I will give it to you for free that all golems are unintelligent unless specifically awakened.
1: Okay. Can we tell if this is awakened?
0: It hasn't spoken to you so you can't really tell based on sight.
5: What's its damage reduction?
0: It possesses a damage reduction of 10 that can only be overcome by adamantine weapons. Yikes.
5: Is there anything even left to
1: know?
0: (laughs) Uh, special qualities. Yeah.
1: Okay. Special quality. Well, or you can ask
5: about what magic gets through to it. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Because we have magic users here. Yes, please.
0: Jessica's about to be very upset with Jordan. What are you talking about special qualities when I need magic?
2: (laughs) I didn't use the spell or the question on magic. Somebody needs to use it
0: a clockwork golem is immune to any spell or spell like ability that allows spell resistance in addition certain spells and effects work differently against a clockwork golem as noted below a grease spell cast on the golem causes it to move quickly for 1d6 rounds as if under the effects of haste a rusting grass spell deals damage to a clockwork golem normally and makes the golem staggered for 1d6 rounds cool
5: okay um hmm. Hmm. masika is just kind of gonna glance over the wall Mm, Hello? Do you happen to have intelligence?
0: There's just a grinding gear sound and this constant ticking noise from ahead of of you. Okay, so no. I mean, it doesn't program to attack us, so
3: I guess that's a good
5: thing. Well, I mean, if we try to get past it to get all the stuff we saw in this room, I'm sure it is going to attack. And it's just me just as hard as our friend back there was...
3: I don't know. It looks more intimidating
0: with all the moving pieces.
3: Well, if it grabs you, it's going to cuddle you to death and it won't be pleasant.
1: But uh...
0: oh, uh I wish I had a death cuddle ability.
1: You don't need a death cuddle ability.
0: That'd be real <gasps> cute. It's pretty cool. Is there
1: is there not another mechanism where we could disable it somehow? Well, that's what I'm thinking.
5: If it wound down. But considering that we found that oil of timelessness and it's still been going all these years, I imagine that's not going to happen anytime soon. Well, I mean- can I have an
2: immobile rod. Could I shove the rod into these gears to break them? Is that a thing that I could do?
0: Mechanically speaking, the rod would take the damage every round. Oh. Yeah.
4: Hmm.
3: It seems an odd thing to instruct your, um, I'm assuming very expensive creation to do is just lock up the door.
5: He doesn't want you to fight around his fancy stuff. Yeah. So I'm imagine- I imagine if we try to push past it, it is going to defend this room. Ooh, we could sleep.
2: And in the morning, I'll read up on Dimension Door and we could just hop to the other side. And then it'll attack us.
5: Won't
3: it?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, maybe. I'm sure it will. Maybe it'll reward us for being smart.
0: Maybe he's just misunderstood.
2: Well, maybe his exact orders were don't let people come in this room become a wall.
3: Hang on. I've got an idea. Uh, I switch to ancient Osiriani and say, hello. There's no response.
5: Yeah, I don't okay, think it, it doesn't I don't speak
3: us think- ancient Osiriani.
5: I don't think it's been awakened. I think it's just a normal golem.
3: What would it take to awaken it? Could we just awaken it? Magic. <sighs> well, I know. I figured it's magic, but... Like... I don't
2: have that kind of magic. Oh, man.
3: okay. I didn't know. That's truly a process. We awaken it and we become friends with it. This is the Jessica Peters playbook. I know, but I don't <laughs> have that ability right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, we can't just not get over there.
3: I mean, I've got an idea. Back up. He, he like okay. motions everybody to back up to like the the secret door that we well, I went mean, through.
5: If we Do go not kick it. If we go and get a level, I could awaken it. Yeah. <laughs> <What? laughs> we don't have time to get a level.
3: <laughs> well what what I was meaning is I want to see well, I basically want to see if it's going to like, a, like deactivate and go back to being its other uh um, oh, by stepping way. Outside? If we if we step back. If Sudi gets mulched, he could be a druid. I don't want to get mulched. <laughs> I don't want it.
5: I don't Does, want you to. I'm just saying. Does it go back to its normal self if we back up enough? Yeah, we back uh, out of the room. You're and all still
0: sta- Well, you're all still standing in the hallway. Yeah, it it blocked up the door, oh, so we couldn't even yeah. get in. Stepping back, after you back up about, you'd say some twenty feet or so, there's a pop sound, and then this, all I can imagine is the Transformers noise as it uh, forms back into a golem.
5: Narmer. No all right.
0: It then reaches oh. a hand over grabs the door and just slowly slides it back into place while maintaining eye contact the entire time. (laughs) Okay, so... Maybe if we knocked. Maybe maybe we're just being impolite. We open the
2: door, we put the immovable rod so it can't do that again, and then I'll just catch Mage Hand. It'll fly over there and pick up
5: one very light item at a time. I'm well, sure no. there's things that that's not going to work with. I was going to say, maybe see what happens if Narmer approaches. I think he's going to get squished. Not well, like well, go no, in it, the
3: room. If he opens the door, if it's triggered to anything opening the door, it's going to go back to the little wall form. If not, it means it may, like you told me that golems have to be given a specific thing that they're told, right? Uh-huh. So if they're told a specific thing, like do this wall thing, if somebody opens the door and attack them, if they continue, Maybe your dimension door thing will make, a night, will make sense. Yeah, and it will actually kind of work because they will... Yeah, exactly.
2: We still have to sleep because I don't have that today.
3: It's something to try in the morning if we want mm. to. <laughs> I'm trying to solve this problem without having to fight this thing. It's super cool. I and also like super not, deadly.
2: I would like to not fight the thing
0: that's
5: immune to magic personally. Exactly. All right. so So I have a question.
0: Hmm. I probably have an answer.
5: Can I use legend lore to figure out what this thing's uh, exact uh, commands are?
3: I mean, there'd have to be stories about this creation. So I don't know if there's been any stories of, of its existence, you know? Yeah, it would need to be legends
0: about an important person, place, or thing. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know until you tried.
1: Yeah. time of day is it?
0: It is uh, late afternoon.
1: Hmm.
0: Wait, maybe
3: Teritsura knows about it.
1: She won't give us a straight answer, even if she does.
3: I mean, she may not have to. She could talk in the riddles, but we can maybe figure it out.
1: I imagine if she knew
2: about it, she would have told us about it or right. yeah, she, she probably, probably never it. got this far
0: uh, specifically pertaining towards the golem here if the person place or thing is not of legendary importance you gain no information so probably not because so. it's not like a unique creation or anything
3: like that
1: yeah so hmm. I mean the dimension door idea is not half bad we, Again, because if, kind if she of...
0: prepares two we could always just pop back out if it starts attacking us yeah, I mean, you might be able to garner some information from a legend lore, but probably nothing as detailed as the exact wording, because it's a it's a creature associated with Chissasek, and Chisisek is a legendary figure.
1: And there's nothing on the walls or anything to give us a hint on how to bypass it.
0: Nope, not that you can see. Mm. I don't want too get much good stuff up. in there.
1: <laughs> well, and Teddy sir told us to use it. <laughs> like this is the only time that I'm really okay with the tomb robbing, and not feeling guilty about it. Hmm. Um, hmm. Again, I think Jordan's idea is not half bad. You know, bypassing its thing. Like, I wonder
5: if it's like—I mean, that's kill that's whoever my comes hope through this door. Is that it
3: was worded poorly enough to allow us to.
5: I mean, I have divination memorized. I can cast divination and ask if we dimension door into the room past the clockwork golem. Will it attack us? That's yeah, true. That's not a half bad idea. I yeah. mean, yeah.
3: Go ahead and see if we can get a confirmation that it might work.
1: Yeah. Let's use what we got at our disposal.
3: Because it seemed oddly programmed to also close that door back, so I'm hoping it's door
0: based. (laughs) Door based. (laughs) Very well. So you wish to cast a divination?
5: Yeah, and I'll need to use some of the bee honey because I'm out of incense. Sweet.
3: (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Mm. Start chugging a gallon of that.
5: Gaseous form would be a cool
0: thing to have. Gaseous form would be useful too. So, suppose, Masika, you settle in. Yep. Spend ten minutes. Focusing on this.
5: Drink some honey.
0: Darmor blasts you with radiation. You take a little honey, maybe water it down a little bit for some honey water, because otherwise it'd be like, you know, three giant teaspoons worth of honey. Uh-huh. So I imagine it'd be difficult to eat. You focus. What is your question?
5: Uh, Let's see. If we use a dimension door to enter the treasure room in Chisisek's tomb, will the clockwork golem inside attack us? I would
0: not define that as a goal event or event.
5: How do we I get into you're... that room? <laughs> How do we successfully get into that room without getting attacked by the golem? I mean, like, I can also happen? cast contact other plane and ask a yes or no question.
0: Well, it's a, I think I think technically your question would be what would happen, happen if we dimension yes, door? Yeah. What, what into we're playing, uh, you know, Divination Jeopardy here.
5: Yeah, and I can cast Contact Other Plane, which will give me so many yes or no questions.
0: That one's dangerous. I know. Because it might just make you utterly worthless to the party for a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's problematic. So what will happen if you Dimension Door to the room? Yeah. The Divination succeeds.
5: What does Ta have to tell me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. Thanks for breaking my statue. Toss <laughs> says this is big brain time. First? You focus. Take your honey.
5: Armor, Feel kind of space, a soft sugar. Me light.
0: <laughs> a spoonful of honey helps the divination go well. A nice light, tingling. A soft voice comes to you.
1: Clever girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a sex treasure trove contains half the information you seek its guardian is implacable.
5: All right, so uh, apparently the, the treasure trove has half the information we seek, whatever that means.
3: I mean, that's more than what we have right now.
5: And that, that golem's <laughs> going to try to try to murder us real good.
3: Hmm. Um, ah.
5: So apparently, yeah, um, we're going to have to fight it no matter what we do.
3: Okay, in that case...
5: The gods used the word implacable.
3: In that case, we could do a technique called a hit and run because it won't regenerate or heal itself right? That's the thing that these things don't do right? I mean I do
5: yeah Narmer Uh, does
3: but But I I don't know if this thing does
5: I think Narmer healing himself more has to do with me being a shaman than him being clockwork
3: because if it can't heal itself we can go in hit it a bunch when we start getting in trouble we teleport out and then we can
0: wait and go back in you're aware since you asked about it's special defenses that this thing should not have regeneration.
2: It shouldn't have regeneration. I mean, it's, right, it's still so going to be
3: risky with its ability to grind you up, but...
1: So the question the is, only way... do we want to take care of this now or do we want to oh, No, 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 and... no,
5: not now. I have I next to no to... magical <laughs> healing ability left. So if, you know, somebody does get uh, shredded, yeah.
4: Okay, Let's
5: just take so a nap then, here in this hallway. No, we're not going to nap in the hallway
3: I was thinking about getting some fresh air outside actually
2: uh, I was thinking more like nobody can get past us because we're sleeping here it's I still secure. want to
3: talk to Teresura, maybe there's a, I don't know, a phrase or an aphorism or something that could get through it
1: I doubt it's she it's ever got placable, this though. deep into the tomb and I don't think Jisisek would have told her I mean, I don't know I'm I t- think t- if I'm t- she t- had t- t- any information that here. would help, she would have tried to give it to us even hmm. in
0: a riddle Maybe we didn't ask the right question.
1: We could try if you'd rather that.
0: Oh, maybe she'll just let us hang out in her valley. I mean, what else are we going to do for the rest of the day,
3: right? I'm going to read. Okay, you can read. I'm going to talk to Tessura and see if I can figure it out.
2: The god said implacable. In the meantime, I've got to learn a ritual and I've got this weird code book to try to decipher.
3: It says implacable, but I want to think that there's got to be some way that you would get access to it. I mean, uh, I'm sure
5: Chisisek knew how to tell it to, you know, stand down, but uh, he's not here. She gestures back to the empty tomb.
3: <laughs> oh man, watch it be like, you know, unless I come in. Uh, and then it's like, we just need to be illusionist, one of us to look like just a and we got it, you know.
4: Yeah, we, too We've bad. seen him, we know what he looks like. Uh,
3: too bad Sudi's the one who saw what he looks like, nobody
0: else saw what he looks like. Or maybe it's kind of like how the ancients, when they would build like a pyramid and then they drop a stone in so it could never open again. Except for in this case, it's a stone that turns into a wall that kills you. Mm-hmm. So maybe like they only they only flipped the on switch whenever he died and then killed whoever flips the switch too.
1: I don't suppose like there was anything written in a sarcophagus
5: or anything that would have given us a hint. Death is only the beginning.
0: <laughs> well, there's, there's probably that and some other things written inside of it because there were you know, there was writing on the inside of the sarcophagus, but it was all prayers to the, the funeral oh, rites okay. of the dead.
2: Also, it's in a pit now.
0: I'll, well, it was, no, it was teetering on the edge. Oh. Hollis could prepare another stone shape and fix the damage she did.
2: <laughs> I was Sorry already going to stone tomboy. shape the outside to make it fixed.
0: Oh.
3: Um, what if you put it in a pit and then we do a smash and grab?
2: Did you see how much stuff was in there? Yeah, I don't and think then we... we...
3: You prepare multiple pits, we put it in the pit multiple times and smash and grab multiple stuff. I
2: mean, I can put it in a pit, but I don't know how long. And it may make the reflex safe to not
3: fall in the pit. Oh, that's true, yeah. Well, the pit doesn't last very long.
5: And we don't want all the stuff around it to fall into the pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Especially since point. I only know acid pit.
0: Mm, so if, Especially if, I... if it turns into a wall at the bottom of the pit and then all the treasure slides into the pit and then gets ground up by the golem in the bottom of the pit. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, extra sad. <laughs>
1: So I think the plan is to go back to Tedesura's place because Sudi wants to talk and then uh, Hollis can do research and everybody else can rest up from the butt kicking that we took.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's already a bunch of places where the cultists are sleeping just inside the pyramid. I figure we can crash there. I'm not sleeping on anything
1: a cultist sleeped on. It's probably covered in like nastiness. Their auras are just
3: awful.
5: Okay.
1: Use my own bedroll.
3: As Rick is sprinkling like icons of gold all over, <laughs> like it's freaking literal blow. Um, <laughs> oh, gracious, he really wants us to fight this thing. He's wanting to grind somebody up. Tomorrow. Well,
5: we are going to fight it, it tomorrow. We're having too much fun with that now.
3: He's uh, look, look at it. It's so much. It's almost like it's like multiplying in front of your eyes. It's oh my that, god, uh, that thing in the last Harry Potter book where like they grab the cup and it just becomes more and
0: more cups.
5: Yes, and then it burns you to death. Yep. That's what the golem's for. It's just grindy instead of burny. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's actually his name. Grindy? Grindy. Okay.
5: All right. I guess we'll leave the pyramid. I mean, we could always set up a camp inside the mortuary temple. Yeah. 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 Although then we have to get back up here and I prefer not to have to figure out how to get back up here. Well, Sudi's oh, yeah, going we to leave to go talk to Tedasura anyway, so we're going to have to figure out a way to get back up here. Sudi, well, no, um... I can
3: climb down there and then climb back up because I have climb speed.
5: I mean, if you want
1: to go talk to Tedasura, that's fine, but I-, I think some of us ought to just make camp here.
2: Hollis is going to hang out up here because I don't want to burn a fifth level spell slot to go back down there.
3: Yep. Also, Sudi doesn't sleep much, so this will give him somebody to talk to. Cause oh, I, don't, I don't know it. how much Tedasura has to sleep, but...
2: Maybe she'll fly you back up here when you're done.
3: I could just climb. It's fine. <laughs> it's only 160 feet. What could possibly go wrong?
1: Mm-hmm. You could fall to your death. Uh, good thing I have damage reduction. Splat.
3: Splat.
0: <laughs> good thing I'm going to ignore the first one point of this. <laughs> uh, my DR is two. And if I get big, my DR is seven. So oh, there you take go. That. Oh, no, it's
3: eight, actually, because I get an extra point for being uh, big. So, hey, <laughs> you'll never die. The first eight points of damage. And drop from a 10 foot height and be fine.
1: All right. So am I hearing this correctly? We're planning on splitting the party.
5: Just Sudi. Just Sudi. Narmer can go with him. He's connected to Masika emotionally. So if Narmer starts to panic, we know Sudhi's in trouble. Fair point. Okay. Also, Narmer can fly.
1: How much gold are you going to add to this map?
3: <laughs> it's giving them something to do while we, we talk and figure this out.
1: All right. So, Narmer <laughs> right. And, and Sudi are going to go talk to I'm just curious how much it Tethasara. requires to
0: tempt you. We were already tempted we're not with nothing stupid. on the
1: map. We're not leaving without it. I don't have any spells, left. Like... Yes. Actually, I have three spells. Okay. So, the rest of us are going to stay here and make camp in one of the more open areas. <laughs> and then... Uh...
5: I mean, yeah, prob- the biggest room was where the cultists had already set up camp, so we're probably there. We kicked
2: their bedrolls
5: away. We kicked yeah, them. Yeah, I just, I just bedrolls. moved their stuff.
1: Set up my own. We'll stuff.
3: use our own bedrolls.
1: That's right. I mean, Kay. you don't know it. They, they probably were sweaty and gross. I'm not laying on no stranger's bedroll. That's nasty. They might have fleas or lice.
0: Ew! Wow. Mm-hmm. So I suppose then the the party makes their way, retreats back from uh, this hallway, leaves the golem to his business. But I suppose then you, uh, you know, those of you staying upstairs, which is four of you, the three ladies and uh, Unhawked, settle in for the evening, kind of figure out how you're all doing. Hollis pouring over some, some things here, looking for a magical solution to her every problem. Well, I'm just trying to learn that ritual. Mostly sugar sitting on your, your knee clucking, offering her advice. Masika, I imagine just kind of settling in this strange tomb, probably a little disgusting disconcerted because you know her people don't really yeah, go into tombs, mm. let alone stay in them. Citra, I imagine, having a very hard day back inside of a tomb. You murdered someone today.
1: Yep. Yep, she did. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up, you know, as if she didn't feel guilty enough about it already.
0: Well, no one in-game brought it up. I was just bringing that up.
5: The person you murdered was a... Th- the person you murdered, murdered your best friend or one of your very good friends at the very least.
3: <laughs> Heather's like, I hope it was your best friend. <laughs> we were you best friend. Been re- you better been best no, friend. No, our best friend Sudi now. Oh. Segura left.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Sudi <laughs> <Sagira laughs> yeah. like, left Sagira,
0: me. Segura peaced on the party. You don't get to be best friend after that.
1: Segura had stuff to do. Sudi's like her, her little younger brother she has adopted.
0: Yeah. Segura's off playing with her new friends, the Viper. None of those are friends. <laughs> Hey! Not anymore, she's not playing with Viper.
5: They're not friends, we're all at each other's (laughs) throat the whole time. We're friends now, at the end.
1: (laughs) We're frenemies. (laughs) That's fair, Snakelet and the gang are fine. Yeah, We're we're just frenemies, it's fine.
0: I imagine uh, Citra, however, probably sitting outside of the pyramid, up on the, the upper ledge.
1: Probably watching for Sudi.
0: Watching for Sudi. Sudi, you descend down into the valley. You make your way, navigating back to... Tedesura's home? Her lair? You're not entirely positive what sphinxes have. The lionine creature makes her way out from her cave as you approach. Sits back on her haunches. You are returned. I thought I should update
3: you on what we found.
0: He is gone.
3: He is gone, but they didn't get to his secret treasury. All of his architectural diagrams and notes have been preserved by the, um... They called it the clockwork golem that's still there. So they didn't get
0: everything. That would please just a sec.
3: The problem now is that it's this creature is preventing us from being able to get to the notes that we need to be able to stop the cult. So we're going to have to destroy what seems to be an exceptional piece of machinery and magic. She
0: smiles. There was nothing he enjoyed more than fixing something broken.
4: Hmm.
3: The mask showed me this vision of Jisasek, of what he was like before Hakatep got a hold of him. And I can't get out of my head the idea that he was, I don't know, this ambitious, extremely talented person. But where did he learn it all? I mean, he was in the middle of the desert with no one around him that was anywhere near his peer. How could he have learned all the things that he did?
0: He was not born to the desert
3: Where was he born then?
0: His mother was of the desert people. He did not know his father, but knew that his father possessed great magical ability. He pursued him when he came of age.
3: And in doing so, must have gone back to a town where he could learn those things.
0: He told me once that he claimed his birthright. I asked him what he meant. He was enigmatic in his speech. Something I'm certain you can sympathize with. <laughs> Indeed. He only said he did what had to be done.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound ominous at all.
0: I know, right? Jeez. When he returned, he had his father's power. His father had taken it from another who had taken it from another who had taken it from another.
1: That's weird.
3: Weirdly evil way of phrasing that, too.
1: Is that like just a spell book got... Like handed down.
3: <laughs> uh, it, could, it could literally just mean a spellbook got handed down. So he had the collection of his family's knowledge, research into this?
0: Not family. Not
3: family. Hmm. I guess my fear is, is that he's. They've taken him now. They would not be opposed, I don't think, to necessarily bringing him back. And I'm a little worried about what he could create while he's living again, removed of all of what little morals he had. He was definitely already making weapons at a very young age, but I sensed the restraint.
0: Chisosek desired but one thing in life. To make the world a better place. Whether others wanted it or not.
3: Yeah, that's many people who are in the positions of power want to remake the world in their
0: own image. No, not in his own image. There were those who could not help themselves. Starvation. Hunger, plagued his people, killed his mother. He pursued what he felt he needed to for the greater good. Hmm.
3: I mean, he was, I guess, well rewarded. I mean, the temple is very impressive for someone who wasn't of nobility. He
0: died unfulfilled.
3: I feel like anyone who is that gifted and that ambitious will never be fulfilled. No matter how good the world got, he would have still seen imperfections that needed fixing.
0: He was never able to complete his masterpiece.
3: What was his masterpiece if it wasn't the, I guess, thing Hakatep wanted him to build?
0: Magic, the likes of which the world has never seen. It may have been completed without him, but he did not live to see it.
3: I don't suppose he gave you a hint on what that could be.
5: It's an armor.
0: (laughs) 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 This amazing clockwork... (laughs)
3: The wonderful thing about Narmer is that he's the only one.
0: There are many things in this world that I know. There are some, however, that, no matter how high I should fly, are beyond my sight.
3: Mm. I mean, we're never going to know everything about everything, no matter how long you live.
0: Can one truly know magic?
3: Uh, I mean, that's the point. There's always more to learn. But he wanted to do something new. He wanted to invent and create something to the benefit of, well, at least his people, if not all people. But what would have benefited them? Because obviously he was building a weapon to defend Osirian from the Shori, but I mean, that seems like a temporary problem, right? I mean, you, let's say that you dealt with the threat. What is the next thing that you would try to tackle? I mean, there's not a lot of arable land, maybe something to help with irrigation?
0: There will always be another threat.
3: Hmm. I mean, that's true. I don't know. I'll have to think on this. There's quite a lot of things that could be threats. Threats unforeseen, especially. Maybe developing something to fight any threat. Did Chisosek even like Hakateb? I know he gave him a purpose and a, a kind of higher calling as far as a very, very complicated project. But were they even friends or was it more just means to an end?
0: I believe in his way. Chisisek loved the pharaoh Hmm. as much as either of them were capable of it
3: I mean, that's true I didn't exactly think he would be much of the um, well, I guess loyalist or even amorous for that matter he seemed very obsessed
0: Chisisek's mind was a labyrinth of gears working in perfect unison and timing Hakatep's mind was a whirlwind storm of lightning and fire Creation and destruction. One can take a great deal of inspiration from that. Hmm. Kind of
3: opposites attracting, kind of.
4: Hmm.
0: It is unfortunate. He might have understood. She looks off far away towards the south, but that possibility is gone now. Hmm. On your ass. I had a gift for him. What was it? I will give it to you. She prowls her way forward.
2: She smooches you right on the lips.
0: Yep. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> There's something predatory about the way that she even so much as moves to, you guess, bestow a gift in this case. Something dangerous and animalistic. She stops in front of you, kneels down so she's eye level. Take this from about my neck. She shakes her mane slightly towards just drawing attention to the pectoral she wears. So do you
3: like... I guess gingerly and somewhat probably reverently, considering this is probably like thousands
0: of years old, uh, takes off the pectoral. Removing it, it is an ornate pectoral necklace crafted out of articulated gold plates arranged in the shape of a falcon, the sacred animal symbol of Horus. I ask only one thing. What is that? Just a sec. He must be returned. More than agreed to. He
3: has him. I assume by he you're meaning Hakatep, right? No. The Forgotten Pharaoh.
1: Wait. They're not the same person. <gasps> so wait. the Sky Pharaoh and the Forgotten Pharaoh, two different things again?
3: Wait, wait. We've been under the impression this entire time that Hakatep is the Forgotten Pharaoh. Is he not? Yes. <gasps> then who's the Forgotten Pharaoh? Hakatep.
5: She said, yes, Hakatep is the Forgotten Pharaoh. But Hakatep doesn't have
2: a Forgotten Pharaoh has. Hakatep isn't the Forgotten Pharaoh, but Hakatep is the Forgotten Pharaoh.
3: Wait, so how can Hakatep be and not be the Forgotten Pharaoh?
0: She lifts a paw. You watch as the retractable claws dig out and then drags three claws through the dirt. Ah! Because he's split, he's not himself. Hakatep is the Sky Pharaoh and the Forgotten Pharaoh and their enemy. Because I have a piece
3: of him with me on my side.
1: Well, remember that technically the two factions were kind of working against each other anyway, because the two aspects of Hakutep are both vying for control. But there's so three. Yeah, but there's a third part that we haven't even come across yet. Well, that's so his body.
3: This is also- some Legend of Zelda Triforce stuff right here, right yeah, now. Yeah, there's
5: the three pieces. There's the mask, the body, and the spirit, which was in the canoptic jar with the heart.
3: Wait, I thought one of those was his actual physical body back in his tomb. The physical body contains his intellect ah okay okay
5: yeah so I mean it's so basically she's saying each one of the three pieces one is Hakatep one is the sky pharaoh one is the forgotten pharaoh because of the way they were split I imagine mm. she said one of them is his enemy
3: so if one part of him is his own enemy what would be its goal I mean it seems like both parts are vying for control of I mean themselves followed by Osirian so what would the last one want Besides maybe peace and the rest.
0: She smiles and then turns and makes her way back to her cave. You got it right. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh. I was completely lost during that entire thing. That's a real cool necklace. Uh, Oh, thanks. I guess
3: I'm going to have Hollis identify this. He like throws it over his shoulder like he's a heavyweight champion. Wrestler. (laughs) uh, Reverently. 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 But, uh starts taking it back to uh
0: climb up that mountain and see what Hollis thinks of it so we can decide if who's going to get it last thing you want to do is try to go through a riddle contest with a sphinx to figure out what this thing can do no
4: exactly (laughs) that's why I didn't
3: even ask I was like if I ask I will not get a straight answer and I'm not going to figure it out so
0: Sudi you turn you smell blood your vision hazes. Oh
5: no, no. Oh. Narmer's Narver. there, it's fine.
0: And distantly <laughs> you hear the sound of battle, of sword swings, Not all right. coming from within the portion of the mask you wear. And we'll pick it up here next time. Ah. Ba-da-da-da.
2: What? Put your face on bed. Oh, no. You're uh, not
4: efficient without no.
1: anybody there except armor. But at least you got armor. It's better than nothing. Don't worry, yeah, Shana.
0: I'll take it. extensive notes. Oh, no. The sand the way.
1: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mommy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mommy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.